Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve sallallahu ve barak alel aşrafil anbiya vel mursalin. Nebiyyina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve selleme teslima kathira. Ama ba'd. Elhamdülillah. We've reached, uh, we can't some of the, the last chapters pertaining to the zakat. In the previous lesson, we were discussing the rule of tijara. We discussed the, yani, the zakat, which is paid upon merchandise that a person trades with, as well as the zakat al-fitr. And what did we mention are the conditions when paying the zakat upon the rule of tijara? In the merchandise, the merchandise has some certain conditions. Intention. Intention. intention what, what is the intention? To sell that you intend to, to to do business with that with those goods. That's the first intention. What else? You've you've attained the nisab. Naam, the specific amount the nisab, and the nisab is how much? The in the corner of the gold and silver. Naam. So the nisab is the same in all tijara as it is with the gold and the silver. Naam. And also, the condition? The time has elapsed. So, <coughs> going back to the nisab as well, what did we mention in relation to the nisab being in conjunction with the gold and the silver? Nah, and so and so what do we what do we do? Do we put it together? Do we not? Together. You put it together. So say for example your merchandise doesn't reach that amount, that nisab. However, you possess any yani gold or silver or something that's in its place, yani cash that would take you over the nisab. If you were to put those two together in a, in in combination of two, then you take that into consideration and that is now that is now the nisab and you have to pay the zakat upon it. Does that make sense? Naam. And so that's uh, the main thing that we were discussing from Urud al-Tijara. As for the Zakat al-Fitr, then the Zakat al-Fitr is paid how and when? <coughs> it's paid before? Before Eid al-Fitr. It's paid before Eid al But what point? Before Salat al-Eid. Before Salat al-Eid. it's paid before the Salat al-Eid. Naam, and it's distributed how? As food products, food produce. So, so what for, as we discussed in this country, for the most part, we give our zakat al-fitr as money. Is, that, is this something which is mukhalif, in opposition to the haq? No, why? No, the, the, the important point is that it's distributed as food product. No, so the zakat of fitr, even though it's collected as money and collected as yani cash, it's not distributed as that cash. So when it comes to, for example, zakat, zakat al-mal, so the, if you like, the, the yearly zakat, then that, if a person collects money, it can be distributed as money. No, however... In this case, it may be collected as money for the benefit, for the maslaha, but when it's distributed, it's distributed as food produce. Now, I'm distributed as food produce. And so, due to the fact that uh, the zakat of fitr can be paid up until the salah time, what does that mean for the salah time as well? Something we discussed as well. The salat al-eid, al-fitr. It's for the reason that it's delayed. Now, it's the reason that the Salat al-Eid al-Fitr is delayed. And what's the other reason that it's delayed as well? Salat for Eid al-Fitr. In order to eat something before the Salah. Now, so that you fully establish that you have eaten yani, during the day. And you distinguish that day now from the Ayam al-Ramadan. Now, as for Eid al-Adha, then the Salah is what? The Salah is... 
Now I'm brought forward. So it's praying at its earliest opportunity. Why? The slaughtering. Because the slaughtering is legislated after the salah. Now I'm people. So, as for today, then what we wish to discuss is the chapter pertaining to the ikhraj of zakah and the distribution of the zakah and how it's paid. And. Now, Ibn Qudam, rahimahullah, he mentioned, لا يجوز تأخيرها القرب وجوبها إذا أمكن إخراجها فإن فعل فتلف المال لم تسكت عنه الزكاة And so there's the payment of the zakah. I had a person pays the zakah essentially first and foremost. He mentioned it's not permissible that a person delays paying the zakah once it has become an obligation. Now, if he has the ability to pay it, and if he delays it, and during that delay, that money, that wealth, becomes wasted away, or there's a, there's a loss of that wealth, this does not now mean that the zakah is not upon him to pay. Now, so for example, a person, he has... £10,000. £10,000. And it comes round to the time for him to pay zakah. It's wanted to pay zakah. However, he delays it. Now, he delays paying that zakah. And within that time, he loses that money. So, he has £10,000. How much zakah does he have to pay? Which is? 250 pounds. 250 pounds. However, he loses all his money. So he delays paying it. So he's meant to pay it for example Ramadan. He says, I'm going to pay it, I'll pay it next month. Shawwal. By the time Shawwal comes, for whatever reason, he loses that money. So is he still upon him to pay the zakah? Yes. So he still needs to find at 250 pounds. Even if he does, even now, of course, he's lost all the money. It's gone, of course, gone below the Nisab. There's no money. However, because the time had elapsed, he has to pay the zakah. Now, it's established the payment of the zakah. Now, and there, thereafter, in the Qudam, goes on to mention, when Talifa, Qablahu, Sakotat. And so, if, Naam, the person has a loss of wealth before that time, like before the time is, is uh, appointed to pay the zakah, then the obligation is removed from him, of course. So it's not obligatory for him to pay that zakah. Why? Because that time has elapsed. Or that, that time had not arrived, rather. Naam. Where you choose ta'jiluha, ila kamal nisab. And so, Ibn Qudam goes on to mention, and it's permissible to pay, it's permissible to pay it early. If the person has reached the nisab. Now it's permissible to pay early if the person has reached the nisab. And so, what we understand from this barakalafiko <coughs> is the ta'jiluha, yani bringing it forth and paying it early, is permissible. Limaslaha. So if there's a benefit in doing so, then it's permissible to bring it forward. So, Mephalem, the person reaches an Asab, again, let's say 10,000, he, he ends up having 10,000 pounds. And, however, he hasn't, the whole year hasn't elapsed. And that year will elapse in Ramadan. However, he's in the month of Rajab. So, it's two months for Ramadan. So, however, he sees a Maslaha, he sees a benefit in paying it early. It's permissible for him to pay it early. Naam. So, in summary, in terms of permissibility, it's not permissible to delay it beyond its time. So, it's not permissible to delay it beyond that time of a year. However, to miss the permissibility in bringing it forward is there. Naam. With the condition of what? No, that, that's not the condition. That he's reached in the sub. Naam. The condition that he's reached in the sub. The proof that is mentioned here 
by a Sheikh Al-Fawzan. He mentioned that the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which is found in the Sunan of Tirmidhi, he brought forth, he brought forth the zakah, the payment of zakah, of his uncle Al-Abbas. Naam, due to a need. And so thus, he mentions an example of a need, is that the Imam, he needs to prepare his army. Now he needs to prepare the army. Or there's a greater need for the Muslim. So, Sheikh Ozan here mentions preparing the army. How can zakat be a means of, of aiding in that river? Why? To buy inventory. To buy? To purchase inventory for the army. Inventory, okay. Well, how, how can we say that the zakat goes towards them? Do we not do we, do we not understand as a guide to just be paid to the to the poor? No, the army is one of the people. The army is one of the people eligible. Sentence. So from those that are eligible for the kind, we'll, and we'll discuss it further, are those that are the individuals that are fighting fisibilillah. Naam, those that are fighting fisibilillah. So, no doubt, anything that aids in that regard, the zakat, the demand of the zakat can go can be put forth. For that purpose. <coughs> now the, the man of Zakat can be put forth for that purpose. So, again, in summary, you cannot delay it, but you can bring it forth. You can bring it forward. However, you cannot bring it forward if you have not reached the Nisab. Now, if you're not reaching the Nisab. And... Thereafter, Ibn Qudam goes on to mention, فَإِنْ أَجَّلَهَا إِلَى غَيْرِ مُسْتِحِقِّهَا لَمْ يُجْزِئِ And so, if the person was to bring it forward and they would give it to the one that is not يعني, befitting of it, and so the one that is not deserving of it, I know from those that are deserving and from the categories of those that are deserving from the zakat, then they will not be يعني, rewarded for that. Naam. And so, he goes to mention, فَإِنْ دَفَعَهَا إِلَى مُسْتَحِقِّهَا فَمَاتْ وَإِسْتَقْنَا and so, if, for example, now, the person pays the zakah, naam, he pays the zakah for the one that is befitting of it, naam, deserving of the zakah. However, that person then dies. So, dies where they can use the money, for example. Use that wealth. Or, they enter a scenario where they are no longer in need. Naam. Or, they apostate. That person is still eligible, or that person is still rewarded for that payment of the zakah. Why? Because the ibra, barakallahu fikum, is regarding the time that they paid it. Now, so they paid it. When they paid it, the person was hey, he was alive. Or when they paid it, he was someone that was mustahiq, he was someone that was deserving. Now, so for example, an individual pays zakah to a person. Zakah is distributed to an individual because he is faqir, he's poor. Naam. However, thereafter, he ends up attaining some wealth. Naam. Maybe inheritance or he attains some wealth from he gets a new job. That initial payment of zakah is still valid and it's still something that a person is rewarded for, inshallah. Likewise, if you pay to the person, and then the person dies within that time of payment. Now, initially, when it was paid, they were alive. Likewise, if you pay it to the person, and the person's Muslim. Now, however, they apostate. When they paid it, when it was paid, they were Muslim. So, 
the zakah is something which is uh, is permissible. Naam. And so, thereafter, Ibn Qudama mentions the mas'ala, where he mentions that the sadaqa, wala tunqal, as-sadaqa ila baladin, tuqsar ilayhi al-salah. Illa alla yajida min yaqhuduha min baladiha. And so, <coughs> the zakah should not be sent to a land where you shorten the salah. Naam, it should not be sent to a land where you shorten the salah. Except for if you do not find within your own land those that are able to yani, take from the zakah. So, Sheikh Obeid, Rahimahullah, he mentions in relation to this mas'ala here. He mentions that there's asnaf, there's types. Naam. And there's a discussion around it. So there's ahwal, there's, there's different conditions in which these people are living. So the first is that there's a distance where you shorten the salah. Naam, this is where you shorten the salah. Then you have the distance where you don't shorten. Naam. And so, you know, this is where you shorten, this is where you don't shorten. And then you have a distance where most, for the most part, you'll shorten. Naam, so then there's, there's, a, there's maybe it's khilaf as to whether you shorten in that distance or not. However, the Shaykh mentions, generally speaking, in relation to this mas'ala, that you can give the zakah and the, the zakah can be sent to a land other than the land uh, that the zakah has been paid in. Naam. Does that make sense? The proof he uses for that is the hadith in which the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sent Mu'adh ibn Jabal to Yemen. Naam. It was regarding the people of Yemen. However, no doubt the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam was addressing Mu'adh ibn Jabal in Medina. And so the address was for a people of another land. So due to the fact that the address was for the people of another land, the zakah is understood that the zakah could be yani, paid in, in whichever one of those lands. Naam, and it could be moved from one land to another. And distributed in one land and another. This was the understanding of Shaykh and Shaykh Ubaid. Why? Because the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, discussed this affair of the zakah fi sha'an ahlul Yemen. The affair of ahlul Yemen. However, the payment of zakah could be paid yani, in Medina or Yemen, respective. Allah Ta'ala knows best. And so that's the, those are the masail surrounding the payment of the zakah and the chapter pertaining to the payment of zakah. Thereafter, we have the discussion around the next chapter, which is who is it permissible to pay the zakat to? Now, I mean, my Jews, a definite zakat, yani Jews, definite zakat, ilay. And there are thamani to asnaf. There are three, there are, I thought, eight groups. Eight groups of individuals. And they are all outlined within the ayah in Surah At-Tawbah in the Masudakat al-Fuqara'i wal-Masakin wal-Amilina alayha wal-Mu'alafati al-Kulubuhum wa fil-Riqabi wal-Ghamirina fi sabili Allah wa bin al-Sabili And Allah Ta'ala outlines all eight. So the first of the eight are the Fuqara'i. 
The first of the A's are the Fuqara. And thereafter, the Masakin. The third are those that are in charge of the distribution of zakah, the amalin alayha. The fourth is what is referred to as mu'alifat al-kulub. And that which brings the hearts together. The fifth is wafil al-riqab, the amount paid for the freeing of a slave. Thereafter, Al-Gharimin. Yani those that are paying for the debts, the payment of the debt of the debts. Thereafter, you have those that are fighting fi sibilillah. Mujahidun fi sibilillah. And finally, those mentioned, or the simple mention is Ibn al Sabir. Ibn al Sabir. So, the first is the Fuqara and the Masakin. Fuqara and Masakin generally are referring to those that are impoverished, and those in poverty. Which of the two is more, is, is more severe in terms of poverty? The Fuqara. How do we know that as well? Or, well, I'll make my question more precise. How do we know that from this ayah? The mission first. Now, under the Fuqara, I mentioned first. So, due to the fact that I mentioned first, Hum ashad al haja they are in the, in, more, in the most need for that zakah. Naam, the most need for the zakah. And both of them take that wealth due to their financial need, their poverty. However, those that are from the fuqara are in greater need. And the miskin, he's the one that he may have يعني, an amount or something from his wealth that could suffice him, which is in opposition to the fakir. The fakir doesn't have that amount. The fakir does not possess, possess that amount. And so... Such an individual as well, the one that's fakir, is also regarded as being the one that is ajiz and al kasb. And he's unable to earn as well. So due to some form of circumstance, it could be a means that mean, that make that that uh, means that in terms of him, he's unable to earn and gather that amount in, in full. Or is an individual, let me just he doesn't find anything from his wealth. And then, the, as we mentioned, the maskeen is Ahsan al Hal, he's in a better scenario than him. Naam. However, he's still in need. He's still in a, in a scenario of poverty and in a financial situation where he is impoverished. Thereafter, the ayah mentions that Amilin are those that work in way of the zakah. Naam. So they're the Ummal. And so they work in place of the Imam, the Wali Al Amr. Why? Because the zakah is paid to the Wali Al Amr. <coughs> the zakah is paid to the ruler. Time. And it's the responsibility of the ruler to collect the zakah and distribute the zakah. So, why do we know that? How, what's the proof for that? 
the zakat is paid to the imam. What is the proof that the zakat is paid to the imam? Muhammad. What is the proof that zakat is paid to the imam? Give you a clue. We've mentioned this hadith already today. Hadith? It's hadith of Yemen. What's Ali do? Hadith of Mu'ad, no. Hadith of Mu'ad is the proof. Hadith of Mu'ad is the proof. What is the wajl istidlal? How is this a proof? How is this hadith a proof? Prophet told him. No. To collect it and don't take from them don't take for the best of their wealth. Jayid, Nam, Nam. But also, in what capacity was Mu'adh going to Yemen? As an Imam. So Mu'adh, the Prophet sent Mu'adh ibn Jabal to Yemen as a da'i first and foremost to call the people to Islam. And if they obey him in that, he's going to be their Imam. Nam. So the intent was him to, was for Mu'adh ibn Jabal to go to Yemen as the da'i, call him to Islam, and then uh, thereafter as well to be the imam. And so it's his responsibility, it was his responsibility to collect the zakah and to distribute the zakah. Taib, going back to our discussion here now, is that even though it's the responsibility of the imam to pay the zakah, even though it's the responsibility of the imam to distribute and pay the zakah, Along with that, though, is that he can give outsource that that, that responsibility. <coughs> now, if the Imam of Aland, it means there's su'ub, but there's difficulty if he's going to collect the zakah for everyone and distribute to everyone else. So he can give that responsibility to others. Those individuals that he gives that responsibility to, they are the Aminun. Now, and thus they are what? Not imams, but eligible for eligible for zakah themselves. I they the ones that I mentioned within the eye. Naam. So the one that the imam appoints to work upon the zakah itself. Will it be the collection of the zakah or the distribution of the zakah. That they are naam eligible for zakah. Why? Because they're given their time. Naam. Because this is something in <clears throat> yani, in compensation, if you like, for the time that they're using to yani, work upon the zakat. Work upon the collection and distribution of zakat. And so this, the, the actual um, compensation, if you like, for that time is the zakat money or part of the zakat money itself. Does that make sense? Now, so we have that third, that third group. Then we have the Mu'alaf al and there's something of the affair of the Mu'allaf of the Kulub, the joining of the hearts, or the softening of the hearts by way of the zakah. What do you understand from that? Who are those? In the, who are these individuals? So they're non-Muslim? So you may incline to Islam. And so if you give him the zakah, and you say that my, this is just for my deen, to give you the zakah, this, this, may, this may be the thing that uh, finally brings them to embrace Islam. So when it inclines towards Islam, the non-Muslim. Who else? People don't want to get married. That's everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that, means, that means everyone's eligible. <laughs> the relative. The relative. relative. Naam. Well, Allah for the Kulub as well. Like it's softening the hearts. Conflict. Naam, it's a conflict. Well, I think someone mentioned it earlier. So we mentioned the non-Muslim also. Similar. 
the new Muslim. The new Muslim. And so he just embraced Islam. So he just learned about the ahkam of Islam, the rules of Islam, and the itiqad of Islam. And then they just embrace it and you give them something from zakah. Now it's something to soften the heart. Another example as well can be that the zakah can be paid to an individual that is يعني, an opposer, however, to repel their harm. So a person could be, could possibly be a non-Muslim. However, giving them something from the zakah could, could be a means of repelling their harm. Naam. And this is something that's also mentioned, mentioned by Sheikh Wazan, another than him. Either repelling the harm by way of giving that zakah. This is Ma'ala Fatukulu. And now, that's the fourth. Thereafter, we have as well the Rikab. Yani, the money which is used to free the slave. So, the money which is used to free the slave. So if that money is going directly for that purpose, then it can be used to free the slave. The sixth is the gharimun. The gharimun, those that have debts. Those that have debts. And... The reason why the Ghalimun I mentioned are the paying of, of debt is because it's from the means of Islata or Islah <coughs> Islah Dhatubain. Islah Dhatubain. Yani to reconcile between parties. Naam. Because <coughs> if a person, if you have the, the debtor, the creditor, if the person's debt gets paid, no doubt, this brings about the closeness between the parties. If a person's debt gets paid, how many times do you hear, for example, yeah, Fulan, Abdullah, so he's okay, but you know, he owes me money, you know. <laughs> nah, but he, he's a good, good guy, but don't lend him the money, you know. It'll be a, it's an issue. It becomes an issue. However, if now, for example, that's already that's been paid. Naam. The person, the, 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 the creditor, the one who's owed money, generally speaking, as long as that debt gets paid, he's happy. He's not going to ask, where did, it, where did you get, where does it come from? Especially if you trust the individual. And he's going to trust it's going to come from halal means. He's happy that, the, the, that that debt gets paid. And so that's islah that made. It brings about reconciliation between those parties. Naam. Similar as well, going back to Mu'alafatu Kulub. It can be from the means of bringing about Islah. Yeah, the rectifying between parties. Naam. As for this affair of the, the gharim, and the one that is in debt, and the person paying the zakah, then there are two types. There are two types. The first is al-gharim li nafsihi. And the second is al-gharim li ghayrihi. And so the first is the one that has a debt and he pays that debt. Yeah, he's using the zakat for, for his own debt. <laughs> Naam. Or you have the one that pays the zakat for other than himself. Does that make sense? So the first one he has a, he has a, he has zakah, he has to pay zakah, he also has a debt. So that the zakah can be used to pay the debt. As well as the person he has or another individual has a debt, so that zakah can be used to pay the debt of another individual as well. Allah Ta'ala knows best. Then we have the seventh from this asnaf. The seventh is the Fisibidillah. I jihad Fisibidillah. And 
And so, the jihad fi sabilillah, I don't want to fight jihad fi sabilillah, I the one that is striving in order to make the kalimatullah, the kalimatullah al a'la, or uli, the most high. The kalimatullah of, of la ilaha illallah, to make that the most high. And so, it's mentioned that the person, the guy is paid for such an individual. And so, an example of that is that it could be a combination of things. You can combine between that as well. An example of that is that the person is going out to fight Lillah and so his debts are paid for him. Naam, why? So that he's not, he doesn't, he has no other commitments now. Does that make sense? So he has no other commitments. And it's ease for him to do what he needs to do. Rather than him, him being busied with, yeah, he paying the zakat and the likes of that. So Mahlul M also mentioned, within this individual, yeah, the Allah is the Talib Ilm. The Talib Ilm. I the one that has embarked upon a suffer or rihla fi Talib Ilm. He's embarked upon the journey seeking knowledge. Why? Because it's fi sabilillah. Oh, I know what made jihad. And then the eighth individual mentioned is the Ibn al-Sabil. And Ibn al-Sabil, who al musafir Ibn al-Sabil is a musafir, the one that's traveled, is a traveler. And so he's been cut off for his journey. His journey's been cut. For example, he's upon a journey and he loses his money. Or his money is stolen. And so, from the zakah money, he's given that which suffices him to complete his journey. So from, from the zakah money, he's given that which suffices to complete his journey. Now, and likewise as well, Ibn Qudama, he mentions that it's permissible to pay this zakah to one of these asnaf. It's not conditional that you have to find all eight. Naam. It's not conditional you have to find all eight. And have to pay upon all eight. Rather, it's, it's, pos it's possible that a person just pays to one. Naam. And from the proofs of that as well, Again, same hadith. Mu'adhim al-Jabal. Naam, because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentions, Na'ali fa'alimhum, yani inform them and teach them, in Allah haftarada alayhim a sadaqa. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made the sadaqa, the, yani zakah, essentially, an obligation upon them. Thereafter, he mentions, alayhi salatu wassalam, tu'khad, Min agriyaihim waturudu ila fukaraihim. That is taken from the rich, the, the, the agriya, and given to the fukara, the poor. And that's all he mentioned, alayhi salatu wasalam, in the hadith. And so we understand from that that within this is uh, the zakah can be paid to just one of those, to those groups. However, these are the groups of the individuals that are. Eligible for it, and Allah Ta'ala's best. And with that, inshallah, we'll conclude. Barakallahu fikum. Nantafi bi hadha qadr zakhul lakhir. Wa barakallahu fikum. Wa sallallahu wa barak ala nabiyyina Muhammad.
Inshallah, our next lesson will probably will be inshallah the final lesson regarding the zakat, and it's the acts the opposite of what we discussed today. I who are not eligible for zakat, I who specifically are not eligible to for, to, to be paid to. And a lot of animals, <coughs> what if someone? Yeah. Someone owes you money. Yeah. But that person's in debt. Because so, so so he's in debt because he owes you money. I feel like you're saying. I feel like you're saying he's in debt twice. Then, because yeah. if you say he, if you say he owes you money, and then he's in debt so to you, though, to you, yeah. huh? So he's indebted to you. Yeah. Okay. Now. What can you just clear that from something like that from as as your account? Yeah. So for example, if uh, if the person yeah owes owes if you're the creditor, let's say, and you need to pay zakah. So, and you just you say that you uh, forego that uh, that debt, then that could be a portion of the zakat, or it could be all the zakat, depending on what the, the amount is. Why? Because that person is eligible for that because he has a debt. Now, but now it's not a case of you have to give him the money for him to give it back to you. Understand? Because if you said that this is this is foregone. And that is the, the amount which is paid. And that is a, a clearance of that. Depending on who it is, you... <laughs> Depending on who it is, yeah, you give him the money, like, this is a kind of money that... Uh, you to pay someone and, that, and then they don't... Give <laughs> and it might be a, a, a new debt. <laughs> but now, essentially, that could, that, could be, that could be done as well. Now, so not only can a person pay pay the zakat upon their own debts, they can pay they can forego the zakat upon uh, the debt which is owed to them as well. So it works for both the creditor and the debtor. Yeah, yeah, of course, because it's um, that's something that is yeah kind of taken off that amount. No. No. If you decide to bring your Zakat payment forward, yeah. do you still have the rest of the year until a new period starts? Or does your new, the time period begin again? So, say you bring it forward. Yeah. Uh, so, did you do, so, let's say you bring it forward two months. You said you have 14 months now before you have to pay. No, no. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, from what I understood is that as soon as you paid it, that's when the, 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 that time period begins. So, it's 12 months from when you've paid it. Nah, so too much from that time. Nah. And that's why people bring it forward, a lot of the time people bring it forward to Ramadan. Nah, because if they bring it forward to Ramadan, they know that it's next Ramadan they have to pay it. If that makes sense. And that's, and, that's, and that's an example of one of the masalih, or one of the benefits of paying zakat early. No. No. What do you need to, like, you know, with the zakat, what do you need to have? It's like savings, or is it just money? Like, say that now you got, I don't know, like two. Say you're monthly, yeah? You get paid monthly. Yeah. But you ain't got savings. You just maybe might have like four or five hundred pounds to just keep going. Like that. Yeah. You still need to pay Zakat. Or? So, if you once you reach the Nisar. So, what's that? It's an actual, it's an amount. We've gone through the amount. I can't, even, I can't remember how much we said it was now, but there's a certain amount in terms of silver. Oh, okay, okay. Like, grams of gold. Or, or a certain amount of gold. Now, so you so reach like that savings. amount. savings. Yeah, savings, you could say. But let's say now, if you reach that amount, let's just say, for example, it's a thousand pounds, right? Or the value of a thousand pounds. You reach that, and you reach that now, and it's Ramadan, let's say, okay? As long as you remain over that one thousand pounds for a whole year, that's when you pay the zakah. Do you understand? So the example you're giving now, when you're working, okay, you get a thousand pounds, you pay bills, you pay this and that, you'll go below it, isn't it? So you don't, you never stay above it. You have to be on it or above it for the whole period of a year before you pay the zakah. But the example of a person has wages 
and then he has outgoings at the same time, then he may never actually be on that amount and above it for that whole elapsed period of time. It's for if the person that has it. And so the example, yeah, as the example you gave is if you have savings. If you have savings. But again, it may not always be savings. It may be other assets as well that you have to pay this account. If that makes sense. No. Uh, they could be amongst amongst them, yeah. Especially in this country. Yeah. So, <laughs> so those people who earn a wage, no. or maybe they to save something above mm. the Saab, but they're still masakim, and they still have to give it. They still have to give it. But why? Because they would, they would, if you look at the word of, the word Ghani itself, first and foremost, the one that's self-sufficient. So they'll be self-sufficient. Um, or sufficient in terms of their wealth. Also, the, uh, the the hadith is, is if anything is general a general explanation of zakah. Now, generally zakah is took is taken from the aghniya given to the fuqara, generally. However, we understand there's other nusuls, other texts that explain the details of zakah in terms of who is taken from, when is it taken, at what point is it eligible, at what are the conditions. You understand? So, as Imam Al-Zai mentions, the Ahlul Sunnah. So Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah, they, they treat the, the text as if they're one text. Naam? So in isolation, yes, you might say that the, the narration mentions that it's just the Aghniya. But we obviously we have the Ayah as well. So we have all the eight as well. As well as the Nusus that mention how the Zakat is paid and how the Zakat is distributed. So because of that, it's, there's, a, there's a clearer picture of, of how it's, how it's uh, distributed and paid. So even if the person is, he might regard himself, if he's from the Masakim, then he won't have to pay anyway, and Allah knows best, because if he's uh, living hand-to-mouth, as they say, where he's, he's earning a wage, he earns, uh, earns £2,000 a month, and he's paying bills of £2,100 a month, then he's, not, he's never going to have to uh, pay it, because he's never going to be above the Nisar, in terms of his, 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 his wealth. No, Allah, no. No. Specific people. They're no longer able to. The, the last bit of the question. I don't understand. <coughs> so. Let's see. The people that he's choosing. Yeah. Is it a specific type of group people that he has to choose from? Oh no. Because he choose the remember he he's the leader Amr, so he has to choose those who he trusts. So it just has to be anyone that is that he deems to be trustworthy to deal with the wealth. If that makes sense. So he could yeah. still give zakah and take from. So he still could give zakah and take from the zakah. Yeah. He still could be because he's still he's eligible. It's like let's say for example. Let's say for example, you have uh, sadaqah, general sadaqah given to the masjid, Naam. and <laughs> he gives sadaqah to the masjid. However, he's employed by the masjid, so because for his time. So even though he gives the money for his for the sadaqah, he actually receives something from it as well because he's compensated for the time. The same thing here, he gives the zakah, but now he's being tasked with this particular job of dealing with the zakah. So because of that, he takes something from it as well. Now, so it could be it could be both. It could be, it could be both. That was best. As as going back to the initial question of the. The person that pays the zakah and he has the debt as well. Mm. So he's not just paying it for the debt. No. No. If a person owes a debt and can they pay zakah to themselves to pay that debt? Yeah, so they can pay they can use the the zakah money that they that they owe to pay debts. No. Right. One more question I show you. You know like, say you're trying to save money now, you you work with like you said hand to mouth, you whatever you you just and you're trying to save for like say Hajj or Umrah. Yeah. Can you do that without paying zakah? If you obviously because you've got your plan to. No. You pay zakah still, <coughs> and inshallah Allah will increase your wealth. From the from the the ahdaf from the goals 
of paying to kaiser is a means of purifying your wealth. When your wealth purified, it increases it in barakah. So even though you, you might have all of the best intentions in terms of what you're going to do with that wealth, you want the wealth to be in, in, in the best scenario possible. Like anything in our, in, in our, in our, in our, uh, in our living, nah, in our life, we want to be Mubarak. Nah, Just generally, <laughs> well, I have to be Mubarak. So, <laughs> so, from the means of our wealth being like that, is that we pay, we pay, we pay sadaqah for it. And we give zakah. So when we pay the zakah, we should look at it like this is a means of increasing our wealth. Just like, for example, the person, he's, uh, he's low on wealth. And he says, you know what, I'm going to do umrah. Now, why? Because he knows umrah increases his wealth. So he takes the means as well that have been legislated to increase the wealth. From the means of increasing the wealth, isn't just working, but it's also purifying the wealth with sadaqah. And zakah is, is the greatest of that. No. Allah. No. Yeah. You can you can you can pay any anywhere to be fair, um, and the, in terms of the sadaqah and the, the zakah, then that's something which is paid to whoever whoever is deserving of it, now. And generally, what you find, Allah knows best. Maybe historically, zakah was sent was sent out more, now historically because um, the need was seen more outside of that. However, what you find now is that the, the, there's a current need within a lot of the people within the land. So it's anyone that fits within those categories. And it's, it's, so you don't just specify this or that. No. However, and it's uh, um, something which is an exception to that, which some people do, is when it comes to the aqiqa. And the people will say that I'm going to do the aqiqa abroad. No. Because it's cheaper. Because it's cheaper, another country. However, as Chef Pozani mentions, the aqiqa should be done in your land. Now, so that's the op- that's the difference between the two. Now, well, yeah, cool. What a coffee, cool. Salam, 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 salam,